0: Comics
1: in the combat zone.
0: Comics in the combat zone.
1: Usually we make you
0: laugh, but now we're watching guys get stabbed with light tubes.
2: Hey there everybody and welcome to the Comics in the Combat Zone. I'm Jordan Ducharme. And I'm Ben Stead. And this week, we're the first time ever on the podcast. We're joined by a guest, a comedian turned wrestler himself, Tony Wright. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you, you for having me. This is very exciting. I first guest? Yes, yeah. first ever guest. Because uh, I, I think in the lore of CZW, this is the first named show that has like a recurring It Comes Back, like right, Age okay. of Death, so it feels like a big one. And why not have a, a local sort of pro wrestler on to, to
0: help us talk about this terrible show? <laughs> <laughs> so you're signed up now to come back every single time. Every that cage brave, of death. Yeah, every cage <laughs> of death match. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so how, how have you been finding it? Is it? How long have you been doing wrestling?
1: Um, so I've been training for about three years, just after the pandemic, mm-hmm. and wrestling on shows for a year and a half now. Uh, it's really, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the bumps and bruises, these sort of like, it it sucks at first but you get used to it mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> i imagine your body hardens over almost like a you know like a guitar's fingers that so they're like yeah, like that's your back with bumps
1: yeah, I, I really do think do you think that because you walk away with so many actual purple bruises when you first start mm-hmm. and now i'm like i'm still getting thrown around just as much but i don't see the uh, the marks as much
0: <laughs> when you people are starting you're like ah, you'll get used to that pain mate <laughs> you'll get used to those bruises yeah, a couple somas.
2: yeah that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a well, down, I, yeah i saw recently too you actually did what i only describe as a death match from the pictures with like the lego and stuff
1: um, a little bit tamer than a deathmatch. We didn't use anything like sharp, like glass or or, or anything like that. Right. But we used we used a lot of weapons. Um, our, our brief for uh, for it was sort of anything you could find in a video game. Weapon-wise, <laughs> you're allowed to use, but you're not allowed to sort of do deathmatch because there was kids in the crowd and stuff.
2: Oh wow! So that's was that like from the promotion, or was that you yeah. guys sort of deciding? That was the
1: promotion, just uh, because it was in it was in Liverpool, and there is a deathmatch promotion in Liverpool, so they also didn't really want to step oh, on their okay. toes. At oh, all. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck man, we um, got to go to
2: a local deathmatch show. Yeah, oh, do you know bar? what? Yeah,
0: you, Liverpool any Friday night there's going to be a deathmatch. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> just in a bar. Yeah, I you don't wait don't. long enough.
2: <laughs> But like even Lego and shit like that, man, is that stuff you thought you'd be doing when you started? Like, I mean, that seems extreme.
1: No, I did always have, uh, even from a kid, I always wanted to like. There was two things I wanted in my life: to be hit by a chair and to go through a table. <laughs> yeah,
2: perfect. <laughs> have you taken a chair show yet?
1: So I didn't get hit by the chair, but I, um, I got slammed on the the seat of the chair. Oh. So that that was sort of you know ticking the ticking the box, and then I put the guy through the table, but I also went as well <laughs> right
2: that that counts for sure <laughs> yeah well, that's awesome man yeah we're great. excited to see where we go well, who are you working for by the way i know there's a lot of british promotions stuff like that
1: um yeah so kind of maybe the mo- like the most notable one is tnt which is the deathmatch promotion in liverpool but they have a family friendly show as well that's the brand i'm going to is the uh, ignition show all right but they've got tnt extreme which is really cool and that's where they do some of the uh some is of the, that mad the stuff
0: is that the same tnt as in a channel, or is it a completely on different like, thing? Different okay, thing, yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, but but yeah, they, um, gonna whoa,
1: <laughs> they've got a partnership with GCW in right, America, okay. so they've they're doing like a weekend later this year where it's GCW versus TNT, which will be really cool.
2: Wow, we gotta go to that, yeah. Or do you know if you'll be on that? or Are you gonna be
1: um, possibly, I'll possibly be on like the afternoon shows that weekend. But I don't think I'll be on the main shows, but I'll probably be there to watch.
2: That'll be great.
0: Is GCW the one that's owned by the Smashing Pumpkins guy?
2: No, that's NWA. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, which is also like an, a 70 year old promotional. Yeah, It's also yeah. complicated. There's GCW many- sort of rose from the ashes of like CZW before CZW yeah, died. Oh, okay. Where all the, all the wrestlers were like, yeah, this company sucks. Even Nick Gage is now a GCW <laughs> property. Yeah. So it is sort of interesting to see like GCW sort of taking that spot, even though CZW is not dead yet. Uh, (laughs) and in saying that what a segue let's get into it (laughs) CZW Cage of Death One, October 16th 1999 in the CZW arena Mantua New Jersey now Tony for reference last week was the first ever show not done in this arena And they actually did it outside on, like, a high school football field uh, where it just rained out throughout the entire show. Love that. So you got such quality as the guy wiping the camera lens as they're (laughs) filming the matches and things of that nature. Great. Uh, So I thought, you know, uh, this is going to be cage of death. I know that the show still goes to this day. I believe they're either on 20 or 21. So, I mean, I know the math doesn't work out there, but they've missed a few years. But <laughs> mm-hmm. still, I knew this was going to be a bigger one, a bigger show, so I was very excited for this. And the first image we see on the whole thing is like this booger green background. <laughs> yeah. Which, Tony, this is a brand new thing. We've not seen names. Uh, we saw nameplates once on a show, but they were misnamed. Yeah. And then they were just abandoned the next week. So this was sort of a big deal. We actually saw the wrestler's name.
1: Is this the little... Um like one second thing that came on before the match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like so, a
2: complete it, silence.
1: Do you know in SpongeBob where it's a three hours later. Yeah, it
0: reminded me of those yeah. like transitions. It felt very PowerPoint to me. I was like, yeah. some dude has whacked <laughs> this in on Windows Movie Maker <laughs> and been like, this is di- this is taking CZW to the next level. <laughs>
2: well, and I would have expected maybe metal music behind it or something, but yeah. it's just full silence as you read the names. And then if you looked really close, like in background lettering, it looked like it was written in cum, sort of like cum. <laughs> and it says cage of death yeah. in white lettering. And I was like, this is production. This took <laughs> someone time. Yeah. Uh, but what those words said, the first match was Big Slam versus John Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> and big slam already. I'm like, that's a terrific indie name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and for longtime podcast listeners, you'll know John Dahmer is our least favorite guy on the card, probably. Right. And okay. Also, the trainer of the CZW school. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. This guy, John Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. You say that as a wrestler. No. I assume's taking actual training. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, of I all think-
1: the people on that show that I thought could have been a trainer, he was not. Even close, he's
2: not one the least
0: them. likely to be a wrestler, as well. I'd say, yeah, he's uh, yeah, no, we don't like John Dahmer on the show, no,
2: but uh, we we open with the referee saying it's a 20 minute time limit first, coming with big smack mac, <laughs> weighing in, he says at 140 pounds, and I'm sure he meant to say like 340. Big slam because as this guy comes out, he's gigantic,
0: like, yeah. he's yeah, really rotund, even he's for wrestlers. Huge. He's, got, I, he's got an odd frame though, he's a He's built a bit like Johnny Bravo like, <laughs> <laughs> he's up, he's half up, heavy. yeah his upper half is massive but then he's got these really like thin legs and I'm yeah. like how are they holding that up <laughs> they b- barely <laughs>
1: yeah. was, I I refer like in my head I was Calling him, I didn't know, I forgot the names of the people, like, straight away. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, I'm going to call him School Zone, because he moves, like, under
2: five miles a day. School Zone's winning at the moment. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's got tank controls, for sure.
2: <laughs> well, and I'm expecting some new manager with the name Big Smack Mac. And it turns out he's a manager we're already aware of. Uh, he's the heavyweight champions manager, wife beater, usually named Big Max Mac and I was like, oh, did the ring announcer just fuck this guy's name up, which they're known to do? And it's like, no, this is a renaming because he he's like cuts this terrible promo about how Big Slam's going to be the next big thing in the smack pack. <laughs> <So now laughs> he's renamed himself for the faction, I guess. Right. Uh, just
0: and to th- clarify as well, uh, he's not. The, he's not beating up the wife of the heavyweight champion. Right. The heavyweight champion is called Wife Beater. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we'll see later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it comes
2: out in a tremendous manner That was quite
1: a shock to see that name. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, also got to mention, Big Slam enters to bow with the bow, which is the third guy in two shows to enter to bow with the bow. <laughs> I think it was just the hit song of the time. The it's Kid a rock, and wrestlers are like, this week I get bow with the bow, <laughs> <laughs> and they just trade it. Because like, <laughs> I'm like, why would you guys not like? establish that and again like big so big slam i'm I'm sure is here so you accentuate his size and how ridiculous he is and they put him in the ring with john Dahmer, who's a pretty big guy in his own right uh and it's sort of like this big fat bald like uh oh i guess john's not bald but there's like you know basic offense hitting each other big slam actually hits the ropes which i was like like you said very slowly but i'm like (laughs) man he he ran i was impressed uh he didn't look terrible i will say for a guy this big is the best thing i could say
0: um. Yeah, I mean, I thought the match was, like, so boring. I mean, it's so, just very boring. very dull. I mean, when John Down was involved, that's what you expect. Mm. But it's just, like, so standard. Like, not even... If it's going to be like this, you want it to be bad in, like, a funny way. <laughs> yeah. But this was just, like... M- mediocre which is even worse
1: it was only like four or five minutes long as well <laughs> yeah. wasn't it and i've never s- never seen a match so short but also accomplished nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and i mean at uh, uh, the one high point i have is a Dahmer clothesline slam and he actually leaves his feet for a back bump so i was like that actually looked impressive and probably would hurt him the next day but then with the closing spot like you said maybe two minutes later uh max is up on the apron and Big Slam, instead of distracting the ref or the ref like getting something in his eyes, he just casually pushes <laughs> the ref away. And so the ref starts talking to like, an audience member like he heard something. And then they do this cheating angle, which doesn't make sense because they've already cheated in the match with low blows and shit. But then Max sla- uh, hits his hits Big Slam accidentally and it leads to a pinfall at 427. John Dahmer wins the first match. I- exciting opener.
0: Yeah, it's, it is odd because you're right because it doesn't do anything. And like... <laughs> I feel like I'm being hypocritical when I say it's short, but it's just like, if you're going to open with a match, it needs to get the excitement going, right? Like, even if it's not going to have a story angle, it just needs to be a straight-up good match. Well, I
2: thought Dahmer was, like, here to get squashed, and then you're like, okay, now Big Slams, the Big Heavy, they've got the manager, they've got the world champ. This is a faction. Yeah. And then he loses in, like, four minutes, and you're like, okay, I guess we'll never see this guy again It is
0: very odd. They do that a lot where they introduce... <laughs> and it's always massive rotund boys that are like, <laughs> this guy's the newest hot thing. And then they just get beaten immediately. Mm-hmm.
2: And then uh, just for, for effect, after the match, John Dahmer, for no reason, pilotized <laughs> the senior referee. <laughs> yeah. Rob oh my God, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, this is the, another... A, a recurring thing for me watching this show was I could not tell you who was like the baby face and who was the oh. heel. Yeah. I have no idea whatsoever. They
0: don't know. Yeah. And
2: it changes week to week.
1: Everyone comes out and they get a cheer. <laughs> and then immediately they grab a mic and say, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: They attack the white trash <laughs> crowd. Yeah. Which is weird because we well, get the hard cut to our next match. Uh, white Lotus and Trent Acid. And this might be the only time I can remember in CZW where I think they're going for face versus face. Yeah. Because both these guys were sort of playing up to the crowd. Neither yeah. of them were getting booed. And it was a decent match. I also noted Trent Acid introduced from South Texas at nine and a half inches. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's (laughs) his penis. I I like that. Yeah. They uh, always exaggerate in wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then the other guy, I love that his name's White Lotus, but he's still just from New Jersey. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard of White Lotus.
1: (laughs) I think his entrance music was longer than the first match.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What did you think of it? The match itself... No, well, no, the, oh. the entrance in White Lotus is in his presentation.
1: Um, I, I didn't really get it. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> but he it
2: used was... to be this, a wrestler named Quicksilver for like the first three or four shows. Oh, okay. And then one week he just came out to this music and this presentation as a totally different guy.
1: It was probably the most unique presentation on the show, like he was doing something different, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give him that
0: he was, I mean I think it's very funny that all the songs that are intros are just like hard rock and then White Lotus comes out to the most self-indulgent like <laughs> self-serious like <laughs> and you're just like mate you're on, look at what you're on, <laughs> look at, look <laughs> at where you are yeah, it, it would be like
2: something you'd see from the early 80s like CWA <laughs> yeah. something, it's like no this is the CZW arena, yeah what are you doing? But I was expecting good things from this match because as we said about trinacet he's a cl- he has it actually trained you can tell i not at the czw factory and white lotus always has decent matches and even when they begin basic grappling it's already 100 percent better than the last ma- match which i know isn't saying much uh, and they're doing the reversal sequence but then trent goes to do this hit toss and he sort of blows it and it just turns into a you fucked up chant <laughs> <laughs> do you like the you fucked up chant tony or as um, a wrestler are you like
1: that's i think it's, it's 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 quite harsh you <laughs> yeah. know of the heckles you can get it, it must like fortunately i've not i've not whoa i've not uh, had one of those but it's, it's always funny to see
2: yeah, it's so <laughs> impolite but then they do like so trent ends up outside and they do one of these shots that ecw used to do a lot because they don't have floor cameras there's just a group of audience around trent and then Lotus dives, like, into the abyss of the crowd. And I sort of just love that about, like, indie wrestling, where it's just cheap enough that you can't see the impact, but you know he just dived into, like, yeah. nothingness. Yeah.
0: I actually preferred this camera angle than the one to previous and that it returns to. Like, mm-hmm. I thought you got a better view of the action. I meant to mention that. For yeah. the first time, uh, we had, like, our hard
2: camera view from, like, back in the crowd, where Tony, Nor- typically it's a guy with a camcorder and not yeah. even an expensive oh, camcorder. Oh, right. No, and just sometimes l- like the batteries will run out. And they'll just like cut during the matches and shit. So this That's was crazy. a bit of a step up production-wise. Yeah, yeah for sure.
0: Um, little name plates as well that came up. But yeah, it's all very below which project normally. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, but it picks up back in the ring with each guys sort of showcasing their moves. If Trent Acid hits an Alabama slam into what turned into an awful catapult. But I like the transition of the slam into a catapult. Uh, he sets the chair in the corner, sort of, and you think every time we've seen Trent do this is to set up his own folly hitting the chair. But this time, White Lotus is flung into the chair, so that actually looked okay. Uh, Trent holds control with a bit. He does the sleeper, which leads to White Lotus doing the, the classic sort of Hulk Hogan breaking out of the sleeper. And then they do their double down spot, which, again, I love the referees does count when they're both down, and we reach seven. But I'm like, this is a match where they're just using weapons and no blows <laughs> yeah. and shit, but there yeah. are some rules still. Uh, And then Acid climbs to the top rope, he gets hung up and then superplexed, followed by the Three Amigos by White Lotus. And I had to say, Tony, I had to ask you this because our first time with a guest. Did you ever seen anyone do The Three Amigos before Eddie Guerrero?
1: No. I was yeah. really surprised because I don't think he started doing it until maybe the early 2000s.
2: That's what I thought. Yeah, so, so I, think, cool, yeah? I think White Lotus. I think White
0: Lotus coined it. And then maybe oh. Eddie Guerrero and him got together. What a pioneer. So. Wow. Yeah, they've been stealing from CZW from day one. I bet Zandig's been raving and ranting about that his entire <laughs> life. They <laughs> <and> <laughs> took everything from me. Yeah. They even <laughs> took The Three Amigos. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Uh, and then acid reverses in the corner with the sunset pin, and the crowd actually gets into it uh, and hits a blue thunder bomb. And then instead of pinning him, he raises Lotus off the ground, not letting him because he has to do his moon salt. Which, it took me a while, Tony, to get it, but why moonsault? It's because he's mooning the crowd as he does a moonsault. Oh, he does it every time? He, this is a regular mo- spot I of his. I was like, why is yeah. he,
1: Why has he got his ass out? <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, he's <laughs> called
0: Trent ass what <laughs> 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 Clearly
2: children in the crowd, too, while he's doing this. W- yeah, that was... It was,
0: w- it was very funny before, actually, when you were like, yeah, they said no violence because there was kids in the crowd, and I'm just like, they just don't care. It's, they will have anything going on. it." I gym. totally,
1: like, forgot. In the first match, I was like, I'm pretty sure that is like a young boy in the crowd yeah and what i know of czw this is why the one of the most extreme promotions
0: yeah
2: there is yeah yeah the young boy yeah, like, absolutely yeah the guys will expose themselves i mean the language <laughs> there's a lot of shit to not bring kids to this that's store. a crime
0: i, yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> I feel <laughs> like that's an actual i feel like trent acid there has done a an actual federal crime <laughs> <laughs> on, camera. <laughs> on camera yeah <laughs> and then,
2: my favorite part about this whole match, and maybe the worst booked thing I've ever seen, so right after ending his own pin, he hits the moonsault, and then as the ref counts two, the bell hits it two, as the timekeeper says, we hit our time limit, this is a draw, At I always time these matches, at 12 minutes and two seconds, they hit their time limit draw, and then this guy, this match is called a draw. Uh,
0: is it, I mean, to be honest, I actually quite like that, because I thought, if there was story, actual story building... Trent Acid could have learned a lesson there not to show off. Because right. he spent more than three seconds showing his bum off. Yeah. <laughs> and he could have got a pin in that time. But I don't think that's like where they're going to go with it. But I was like, all right, okay, maybe. But if it's not even actually hit the time limit, they're just like, no, we need to. No,
2: they never hit the time limit. Yeah. Never. It's just sort of, you got to go along with it. It's kayfabe, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then both guys actually show respect and they hug. Uh, and that's when the Cashmere Bros come out. Uh, and they enter to the theme song from Grease, Dressed mm. as Greasers. Yes. Uh, last week when we reviewed, they entered to Mambo Number 5. So I guess they're just doing a, a different song each week. And this is when the the, man, the whole show gets super uncomfortable. Because he introduces them as the Cashmarinos, because they're not both Cashmeres. It's Robbie Marino and Johnny Cashmere. Uh, insults the heroin-addicted crowd. Uh, You can see Johnny smoking a cigarette. And then the crowd starts chanting the F slur at him really loudly. And kids as well, you can hear chanting it. And by the way, Tony, this is their reoccurring gimmick. It's the most uncomfortable part of the, more than the head trauma. I get (laughs) fringed and just like not wanting to watch these sequences. And because they're they're playing up to it, he's like, hey, I kiss him, but he's my brother. So it's not gay, sort of and it's just uncomfortable like what did you think watching that was this by the numbers indie wrestling for you or was this like uh
1: no well this this was a little bit um <laughs> worse than <laughs> other things I've seen as as like an indie thing but I was like oh for late 90s America this seems pretty on brand right like on track, it's 1999 yeah. I watched the Woodstock 99 documentary <laughs> I, I know <laughs> things are going bad yeah
0: <laughs> during this time
2: this is a year that CCW could be conceptualized actually it
0: sort of makes yeah, perfect it's sense very strange. I mean it's, it is weird because at one point as well like I remember when they first sort of introduce the gimmick or whatever (laughs) but it's like he goes for like an oddly... I don't think accidentally progressive where he's like, you, you're calling me gay, but you're paying money to see me kiss my brother. And I'm like, <laughs> that's oddly progressive. But then they've just leaned into it in a way where it's like, oh, no, you just like think it's a way to build cheap heat. Yeah. You know, yeah. When yeah.
2: it's it's Cheap heat's the perfect word. I almost forgot that that was like the thing in the 90s was just the cheapest of heat. I mean, yeah. WWF at the time would do like very similar sort of baiting stuff like this. But it just, it's tough to watch. It, even in, like, in hindsight, it's like, ah, oh, it's gross. Especially when you hear kids chanting it and shit. But then Trent Acid and Lotus, who had just shown respect, they actually attacked these guys. And I thought this was sort of cool. I'm like, okay, that makes sense for the baby faces teaming up. And now they can take these guys out. And then as they're, like, just brawling in the crowd, the bell rings. And I'm like, oh, we're not building to a match. This is the match. (laughs) It's happening right now. So, yeah, Trent Acid and White Lotus versus the Cash Marino brothers. Uh, And it starts with a pretty wild pace, actually, because they're both brawling at, like, each side of the ring, and the audience is sort of clearing out of the way. So it's got the vibe of, like, uh, a crazy brawl, at least, which I sort of liked. Uh, And then in the ring, it just sort of turns into a tornado tag as the guys are, like, attempting to co- coordinate who's doing what. It's almost like they're <laughs> trying to maintain the pace of the match, yeah. but they don't know what to do at the same time, which is interesting. Uh, and then Moreno pulls out, like, this weird small pipe, almost like a novelty, like, iron pipe. What was it? I don't know. I, I, it looked I
1: like an antenna, was, like, a, like a radio like antenna, because yeah. they, they extended
2: it, mm-hmm. and then... Yeah,
0: I don't know what it... Uh,
2: I think, like, cops have, like, they, it might be, like, a bone breaker. Or right, Like, one yeah. of those little balls on the end of a stick that just you can smash windows with. Yeah. But acid just takes it from him, and he hits both of them in the gut, and then at the same time, Lotus and acid do a flash double pinfall at two minutes and 30, 32 seconds. And then we just immediately cut to the next match. (laughs) But I guess at least the baby faces got over and the guys with the terrible gimmick loss. And I'm hoping it's sort of a, you know, they won't ascend up the card. Yeah, no, I hope this is the end of it, but I, (laughs) I don't know. And then we see Nick Gage versus Rick Blade come up on the screen. Which I got excited for. Uh, Tony, we were talking about this before. You didn't realize Gage was this early into CCW. No,
1: it was everything about it was like it was a big surprise. He's the only person on the show that I recognized. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 And I almost didn't recognize him because he's got like hair and he's in wrestling gear and. He's, yeah, he's a bit bigger as well. He's a bit yeah. more of a, of a unit. He doesn't look anything like Nick Gage, the Not Nick Gage we know and love. Yeah, he's got a different body type. from yeah. when, Like, he
2: gets jacked later on in life. And yeah. He just looks different. Also with the beard as well. Yeah, it's a very different Nick Gage. But he, uh... It, the announcer says, Introducing your CZW World Champ, Nick Gage which he's just not. So I'm like, the announcer's just not on his game tonight. No, uh, like He got the guy's weight wrong earlier, and now <laughs> it's like, No Gage isn't the champ. <laughs> I'm like, how do I know more than you? It sort of makes me depressed, you know, <laughs> knowing all this information. Uh, and then we get, it's, it, like, his music hits, and it's not the Metallica that would later become iconic. It's this terrible song. I, I don't even want to sing it along, but he makes the crowd sing it along as he enters. I actually yeah. can't get
0: his song out of my head. What? <laughs> Little crazy, all right. This, this was
1: another one where they right. the crowd went wild for it. They stood up, they yeah. were singing before he yeah. even came out. I was like, This is really cool. And then he grabs the mic and goes, Sit down, old <laughs> man.
0: That's, I mean, it's interesting actually because, like, the the only person the most people know from CZW probably is Gage, or like, if you've got more of a past interest, maybe Zandig and Justice Payne, mm-hmm. but like, Gage. It was only until, like, a couple of weeks ago that the crowd was actually popping for him. Like, Mm -hmm. he was actually not well-liked, I'd say, up until the past couple of weeks. So I don't know if something's happened. Yeah, he felt
2: like third, fourth banana in the top guys or whatever. Yeah. And he always t- seems like the guy willing to... Like, he's behind Lobo, for sure, who we'll see later. Yeah. He's, he's never sort Even though he was the champ, but they just don't hold their belt in high regard, so it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Uh, so, like you said, Gage takes a microphone, and there's never <laughs> been a time where Gage enters the ring and doesn't take a microphone. It's every single show. Uh, and he says he finally gets to kill nick burke tonight <laughs> who last week as a quote he said this
0: isn't fake this is a shoot i'm gonna fucking kill nick burke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great time. yeah <laughs> that's so good co- i mean the yeah. quality promo deliverers <laughs> on in czw is even thinner on the ground than quality wrestlers and like gage is like he's not at his best because i think nowadays he's one of the best he can deliver one of the best promos but even here he's like a cut above and it is always good to watch he's his the energy
2: all. i think best for promo and in ring if you were to combine he might yeah. be the best they have uh, which again isn't saying much in 1999 <laughs> but he's like i get to kill this guy except i heard that he's hurt but i think that's bullshit the <laughs> like, yeah that's bullshit and then nick burke who for reference softcore nick burke uh nick gage when he debuted hardcore nick gage yeah so this guy's basically, his whole gimmick is anti-Nick Gage, he's anti-chairs, and he comes out with a cane, like limping, and you're just like, okay, well, I guess they're just gonna, they're extending the feud, essentially, because the guy's here. He's also wearing a renegade wrestling shirt, I
0: wrote down, which I meant to Google, but I assume that's just some middle-of-nowhere, like, yeah. indie that was yeah. going on at the time. I wanted to ask, Tony, um, yeah. obviously moving from comedian to wrestler, there's maybe some transferable skills, Do you find... A lot of it comes out in your promo, like you've been able to carry some of that stuff from doing comedy into your promo work when you're doing wrestling. Yeah,
1: I do find doing the promo is a little bit stressful just because it's kind of like, you know, there is toe in the line between doing this character piece but I'm also trying to make it real and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I, yeah, a lot of the sort of skills have definitely transferred, you know, just sort of like, I guess it's the same as material, isn't it? If you're using a, if you've got like a set that you're trying to nail, and you take it everywhere, mm-hmm. you try to you try to perform it in a way that it's as if the first time you've ever said it. Yeah. Right. So I think that skill comes into prominence because okay. making people believe what you're saying is. You know.
2: mm. And I believe Nick Gage every time he
0: talks. Yeah, like, yeah, he will, a oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he will. he will kill a mom.
2: But <laughs> Nick Burke sort of—I don't know—we've always sort of had him ranked as this corny guy. Like I like the idea of an anti-hardcore gimmick in a hardcore company, obviously. And I did like, sort of like he says, "Oh yeah, my leg's fine. I actually have a paper cut on my finger, and it's his middle finger to the crowd." I, you know, I like stuff like that. And he even says, I would fight you, but I have to leave on doctor's orders. Mm-hmm. And a fan yells out, Doctor Zahorian, <laughs> which, if you don't know, is the steroid doctor for WWF that got, like, indicted. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I was like, wow, that guy, that guy knows his shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: If it's the guy that I'm thinking of, he just, every now and then, he would come out with one really, really good singer. And you, <laughs> you could just hear him over the top of yeah, everything. Yeah. and yeah. He
2: would-
0: <laughs> It's like when a
2: heckler gets one over on the comic, and you like, fuck. You yeah, that's I mean? why I never engage. Because I'm
0: like, what if they're funnier than me? <laughs> yeah. So uh, in the middle of this,
2: then Rick Blade decides to come out, and he does get a nameplate, which I don't think every wrestler got, but I read his. And I only noticed him because we're used to Rick Blade coming out with Lady Blaze. They're a combo. Of course. And it says, Rick Blade out with Shorty. Shorty <laughs> with an I. I was like, "What? Did they just re? It's the same lady, but they just renamed her." Right. And no one addressed it on this whole show, but I guess we're gonna call her Shorty from now on. And <laughs> he's clearly like pissed at Burke. He shoves Burke on the ramp, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" You know. And I like Blade. He started as the plucky, like flippy kid, and now he's sort of turning into the CZW stalwart. He even wears the yellow and black, which I think sort of sets him apart. Uh, and then he throws out an F-bomb, too, uh, calling Nick Burke. He's like, no one yeah. wants to see you little F-word, which I was like, holy shit.
0: Like, <laughs> it feels like when you hear a kid swear for the first time, you're yeah. like, Jesus Christ. I thought Rick Blade had that two kids' like energy, you know, likes to barbecue, but apparently he's just like the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is him on weekends. I'd love to see what he does for a day job. It's probably
2: like in an office. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, like full proper late 90s pent up rage that, you know, (laughs) like Fight Club or Falling Down or things like that where he's just wrestling to get it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then even like when you think they're done promoing,
2: they're going to start the match, even Ron Hartog, Rob Hartog, sorry, grabs the mic and admonishes Burke. For, like, he's like, yeah, get out of here, you pansy. We don't need you in CCW. <laughs> and like, the ref's, like, getting on in the promo battle. I just thought it was all really weird and funny. Uh, but then, what's his name? Blade says, look, uh, Burt caused you a match against me two months ago. I want to repay you the favor. So we're going to see Nick Gage versus Rick Blade, which would have been a nice surprise if they didn't announce the match beforehand on that graphic. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, the yeah. The graphic yeah. said Rick Blade, Gage, so this whole thing was sort of spoiled by their own.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: I mean, sometimes the graphics were, like, subliminal advertising. They'd, like, whoosh, they'd be just straight <laughs> up and gone. I'm like, do you want me to see it or not? Yeah. Very odd. Watch CZW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So the match begins, and Burke, instead of leaving, just sits ringside, and he just starts heckling immediately, being like, where's the chairs? Why are you guys wrestling with our chairs? Which I thought was sort of funny, but I'm like, this is going to get annoying. Uh, and Blade starts with his flippy shitty. It's this really nice spring- split- ah, springboard moonsault. Followed by a close call swanton bomb, like off the second rope. Goes for a lion salt, but Gage gets up and just decapitates him with a clothesline.
0: It's awesome. That is such a good clothesline. Like, it sticks out, I think. uh, I've been watching it more and more when, like, there's a really good move. Like, you know, when you watch, like, a proper wrestling match Mm -hmm. and you just, like, oh, they just nail everything. In this, when they do nail a move, you're like, holy shit. (laughs) And he like fucking takes him out so well. It happens quite early into the
1: match as well, doesn't it? Yeah. This being like the third technically fought for whatever match of the the night, it was really refreshing to see like good wrestling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I thought the pace here was super Mm. fast too because right after Gage just lifts him up, hits a nice brain buster and then a frog splash, which is like his picture perfect move. Uh, and then he follows it up with a neck breaker and does the cocky Jericho pin. But you're like, yeah, you can tell these guys love wrestling and are actually good at it. As opposed to, like, a guy like Zandig, who later on you can tell loves the adulation. Yeah. And he yeah. loves parts about wrestling. But I don't know if he likes the actual, you know, Training. craft of yeah. professional wrestling. Uh, but then Blade gets control. Uh, he, he, hits, he loves to do, instead of just hitting a bulldog, he'll like whip in from the apron for a bulldog or like he always has to add like a springboard or like yeah. a flip or something like that. That's sort of unnecessary. Um, and they go outside where Gage just hits a chair to the head. Like no flips with that. <laughs> Tony, were you surprised I guess not surprised, but does it jar you seeing how hard they hit each other in the head with chairs at this it, point?
1: It makes me wince. Yeah. Because they 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 wait until they see the person's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't just sort of oh, he's his back's to me, so I'll hit him on the back. They wait until they turn around. And every single chair shot is directly onto the top of the forehead. and it, oh. mm-hmm.
2: You can tell the locker room would think you're a pussy if you don't put your arms down and just yeah. take it on the yeah. point of the head. You will get yeah. eaten out if
0: you <laughs> do not. If you don't take it on the head, if you don't get CTE by the end of your third show, <laughs> you are getting, getting bullied. bullied yeah, that. yeah. Uh,
2: but then what I like about Gage is he'll hit a chair shot to the head, but then he goes right to the top rope and does a tope to the outside onto blade. So it's like... He'll do this crazy violent thing and then do, like, an acrobatic flip afterwards. <laughs> like, it's just a, a crazy Nick Gage here. Uh, and they wrestle to the back of, like, one of the walls. And you can see the camera guy has trouble getting through the crowd. At one point, a kid gets in front of him. And he's like, well, fucking get out of <laughs> here. Like, he's just trying to get to where the action is, which is pretty funny. Uh, and then right after, Blade runs to the ring after knocking Gage down. And he po- like you can see him trying to stand on the ring post. And it's almost one of those Jeff Hardy when he gets to the top of the ladder where I'm like, oh, is he going to fucking fall? Yeah. And he hits a flawless moonsault from the ring post to the outside. I was like, bravo, Rick Blade. Like, that could have gone terribly. Blade follows it up by getting a table set outside, and he puts Nick Gage on the top rope, goes for the Hurricane Rana to the table when Gage just holds him and then sit-down powerbombs him to a table on the outside, which is pretty crazy, I thought. I mean, we're used to sort of insane bumps in czw but just as a standard like spot in a match i'm like that was pretty nuts yeah yeah
0: definitely i mean yeah t- uh, they get tables out a lot in czw i feel like yeah mm-hmm. like and they just love putting people through i mean i guess because like it's a way to It never gets match. old yeah. yeah get some putting someone through a table is always exciting to watch it is yeah, yeah. Some, it,
2: some guys do near falls or high spots these guys just grab the table yeah it's so time to ramp the match up yeah <laughs> Um, but then, out of nowhere, a long-haired masked guy runs in. Uh, he smokes the referee with a chair shot to the head. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> the most unnecessary
0: thing! It re- yeah. we,
1: everyone knows, like, the, and it's 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 part of like a, a joke that everyone gets in on. That referees are light as anything. If you just tap like tap a referee they're down forever yeah so why do you need to kill him with a like, chair Yeah, sure. Sure I yeah. <laughs> the chair like it was one of those plastic ones as well it's like the metal frame with the plastic c which i feel like could be worse yeah definitely. than a regular metal chair and the, it it like <laughs> it folds it <laughs> almost
0: gets stuck on it. He his ab- head. absolutely destroys it. Like you're right, it's
2: absolutely <laughs> I unnecessary. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like when they hit them straight up, it always looks brutal. But it always looks worse to me when they swing it like sideways, like it's a baseball bat or something. Because it's not yeah. even hitting them straight on. It's like hitting them from the yeah. side of the head. It's yeah.
0: Referees have gotten battered this this episode. Like the this. same ref that took a pile driver. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if <laughs> he other. knew. Like I wonder if he knew. I don't. I might have known about the pile driver i don't think he knew about the chair (laughs) maybe the wrestlers
2: are pissed off because he keeps blowing all their finishes and (laughs) shows and shit like that uh but then this long-haired guy we have no idea who he is he attacks gauge from behind uh and then gauge or no sorry gauge attacks him when he sees what he does to the ref and then burke nick burke who's been at ringside the whole time hits gauge with a crutch and then out of nowhere lobo runs in and he clears house Uh, He removes the long haired guy's mask and the hair comes with it and revealing Justice Payne. Uh, Now, what's important here is that Justice Payne and Nick Gage were still pals, uh, as far as we knew, still tag team partners, or not partners, but working together, you know. Uh, And so Justice Payne sort of, I think, and this is me giving them a benefit of the doubt. So the story they were trying to do is Justice Payne was going to come in disguised as Lobo, wearing the long hair. He was going to attack Nick Gage and fuck his matchup to get him mad so that Nick Gage would come help Justice Payne in the main event in the cage of death. But instead, Lobo saw it and revealed Justice Payne as himself. And then Gage goes to attack Lobo. And out of nowhere, TCK comes from the back and he sort of plays Peacemaker. And they tell Gage, like, no, that was Justice Payne who fucked your matchup. And he's like, and he just leaves the ring angrily. So it was sort of sloppy. But given what happens later, I sort of liked it. I'm gonna give CCW a bit of a gold star for
0: you giving them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Why would you not? <laughs> I don't know. It was just very odd. Like it's just yeah. it's just mad. Like I don't. They do this a lot where people will run in mm-hmm. in like completely nondescript, no way to tell who they are, just nondescript, like a hoodie. It must be maybe the same hoodie and so you Just do a chair shot or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you're just like who's, it? like, what's going on? (laughs) What are you doing? There's no intro, there's nothing. It's just like, what, what is going on? So, I don't know, like, you managed to draw out of that a lot more than I could figure (laughs) out, like.
2: Tony, as a first-time viewer, what did you think of this angle? So, there was a
1: lot of kind of run-ins, and there was a lot of people, and I didn't know who any of them were, so they revealed, they pulled the mask off, and I was like, oh, I I know him just as much as I did when he had the mask on. (laughs) (laughs) But... It took it took me a while to understand what they were trying to do as well because when Nick Gage started attacking Lobo I was like what I don't understand and then it kind of clicked. He's like, oh Actually, he just saw a guy in a black jumper with long hair mm-hmm. and, like just swing swing at him and So it to f- f- like he just thinks it's oh, okay. I get it now Well,
2: engage with his overacting when it's explained to him he's he's like but He had long hair, though. And you can see the long hair and mask (laughs) (laughs) at his feet, basically. And I just, I like, that's why I I sort of got where they were going. Uh, Again, though, this show needs a commentator. Or just, like, if this had Jim Ross on it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) imagine Jim Ross was, like, you know, moonlighting for for CW. (laughs) He would explain, like, I think he thought, I think he thought it was attacked by, and you would sort of get the idea. With me, it's just sort of, I've watched 11
0: CZW shows now, so I (laughs) sort of can see it. Yeah, your brain broken enough. I've still got it. I've still, (laughs) my brain's still just about holding together where I don't understand CZW logic.
1: It's like, it's an angle that's good for television, but I don't think it works if you're just watching it. So yeah, yeah, that's why I think, yeah, commentator, camera angles, that sort of thing really would help an idea like that but mm-hmm. otherwise it was just a bit messy camera so <laughs> camera angles
0: would help the, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're right 100 but it's just mad to say that about the show to be like <laughs> camera angles they would <laughs> really help yeah. yeah well
2: and i'm definitely an apologist because if we wanted to dig into the logic just a bit it's like why would lobo wear a mask if he was going to attack it, <laughs> yeah. doesn't make, yeah. it doesn't make yeah. sense at all but fuck it i liked it okay <laughs> uh and then uh, so Gage leaves, and then Lobo leaves, and TCK is just in the ring, I guess, just waiting to get attacked. When Diablo Macabre, which by what do you think of that indie name, Tony? Diablo Macabre. It's my least favorite name in the promotion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how extra it is. It's so over the top. <laughs> yeah.
2: And he looks sort of like a Diablo, I guess. But he appears <laughs> and he attacks TCK with a cookie sheet and just smokes him two times in the head, and TCK is bleeding immediately. Yeah. Like it's like he couldn't wait to blade himself. It was like. You know, it's like a guy who's too eager to have the first drink at the bar. It's like, all right, man, chill. Yeah. We're, we're all gonna have fun. You don't need to bleed right now. <laughs> but then TCK, he actually cuts a promo outside, and he's like, "Tonight, my partner's busy in the main event," referring to Lobo. And I don't know where your partner is, but why don't you put those tag team belts o- on the line right now in a singles match? Because Diablo's one half of the CZW Tag Team Champions, and Diablo agrees. And you could have missed this easily. I had to rewind a couple times to get what they were saying. But this is a CZW Tag Team Championship match between TCK <laughs> and Diablo Macabre. Is Does that it-
0: the first Do they did they norm like is that I've never seen that before where they like let's have a singles match for the tag team. Is yeah. that happened? I swear in other promotions I've heard it where it's like a handicap Yes, that sort of happens. Some,
1: yeah, sometimes someone has to defend the titles on their right. own. Mm-hmm. Something like that, just because of you know an attack or something. The only time I've seen it happen was because uh, during the pandemic, the rest, the first WrestleMania in the pandemic. Oh right! A couple of the tag teams in the it was supposed to be a three corner tag match. Mm-hmm. A couple of people got COVID, oh, so right. they just did a triple threat with the remaining people in a ladder match. And it was so for was, the tag belt. Oh, so I, I forgot about that. But that was, oh, understandably because it's y- yeah, the COVID,
0: not just because someone's oh, done a uh, run-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took the, a worldwide pandemic for WWE to do it, but <laughs> CCW are just like, let's just do it one night. <laughs> I'm sure it's like Diablo showed
2: up alone and people were like, where's Midnight? And he's like, oh, he's too drunk or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, or like, he just didn't yeah. call me. it's <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess... We'll just book on the fly here. So we get TCK versus Diablo Macabre. And, and again, we begin with a fast pace. Uh, it's just brawling. Uh, but Diablo's taking... Um, he takes control and slows it down sort of with a basic clothesline, basic suplex. He insegurries TCK to the outside who's like somehow bleeding more. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he didn't take any head trauma but it's almost like he felt like he didn't blade enough so he bladed more.
0: Yeah, I, lo- I always like as well when the wrestlers... Clearly, just like another wrestler, like a, from WWF or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and just copy it completely because mm-hmm. like he just looks like a Dudley cousin. Like yeah. he's just he's wearing the exact Dude, same. It's a thing. Dudley
2: versus a Raven knockoff. Yeah, that's what this is. And and t- I don't know if you caught that later, Tony, but Diablo does like Raven's move set later on, like I the drop toe notice. hold to a chair, yeah, things like that. Yeah. I think he's just a Raven mark, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, imagine Raven in CZW. Maybe give it ten years, we'll see. it <laughs> Uh, but they wrestle towards this scaffolding in the back, and-, and Dahmer just climbs up it and does this sort of unspectacular dive. What do you guys think about like, like I like a jump off something big, but when it's for like an axe handle or just like a, like I was almost like scared to do the dive. I'm yeah. almost like, why do it at all?
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things of it's always like it takes a lot to jump off of anything and try <laughs> to land something, but a double axe is so
2: unimpressive, or
1: or just sort of like a, it's not even. It's not even like a, a splash, it's literally just throwing your body off. It's, <laughs> yeah. so, it's so sad to watch.
2: It's like when a kid jumps in the pool in their dad's arms, sort of, and the dad yeah. has to catch
0: them. And It's like that sort of dive. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, I don't know, maybe he probably was terrified. He probably was like, this is it, I'm going to die. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's maybe because I, I still expect a lot from CZW where I'm like, oh, this guy's going to jump off the roof. Mm-hmm. into a car
2: like i also don't think you know what kind of wrestler you are until you're on top of the scaffold and maybe it's <laughs> like okay i didn't realize like because a cross bo- the difference between a cross body and an axe handle could be like life and death you yeah. know just turning your body too far uh, but then right away tck irish whips them into these breakable walls which we've talked about these walls for months now i'm pretty sure CCW actually puts up the walls uh, after inspecting them because they look like cheap as fuck plywood, but I saw they're painted yellow and black this time. So I'm like, oh, maybe they come early. Because they clearly, like, the whole set is a production with the whole, like, yeah. entrance and everything. So maybe they just put up these breakable walls to sort of protect the actual arena.
0: I would say they put those walls up and paint them yellow so the rest of us know which ones <laughs> they can be thrown into <laughs> more than anything. Maybe that's
2: why the whole promotion's yellow.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's easy to spot in a blur.
2: (laughs) 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 They fight back into the ring, and Macabre sets up the sort of guillotine leg drop where TCK has to hold himself there. I always sort of hated that spot because you can just tell the guy's cooperating. Yeah. Uh, Usually you see it in lucha matches, not in, like, indie deathmatch feds, but, you know. Uh, and then he hits a Michinoku driver and climbs to the top rope but misses the flying headbutt. Lots of flying headbutt spots in the early 90s too. I thought it was sort yeah. of a, a purely Benoit thing but like Gage did one earlier as well. This is uh,
0: before they knew it, was, uh, yeah, it was you it hurt your, your head. head yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before they knew about the brain. <laughs> and then TCK crotches
2: Diablo on the post outside uh, and then he gets back in but he's cut off with the DDT. It's another one of those matches where there's no flow to it. Like a guy will hit a move and then not sell it, and the other guy will hit a move. Yeah, and it's sort of just tough to like. It's even in my notes. I'm like, wait, how does that make sense? But it's because they're not selling.
0: Yeah. yeah, it feels a bit like a match where, yeah, w- one will do a move, and then they'll they'll both do a count in the head, and then they'll but the other guy will be like, right now it's my turn to do my move, and then they'll <laughs> get up and they'll be like, one, two, okay, now it's my turn to do I my move. I felt that a lot. Mm-hmm. I yeah, felt that a lot with this show.
1: Like even the, like the some of the better matches, um, like the. White Lotus Trent Acid wasn't too bad, but I did fill points of it. They were just sort of like, right, I really want to do this cool top rope Mm -hmm. uh, flat liner thing. (laughs) Like, this will be
2: your two minutes to wrestle, and then I'll be in charge for two minutes, and you just take whatever bump I decide to do in the moment sort of thing. Uh, but then Diablo goes to the back, and he grabs a ladder. And I was like, at this point, I'm like, this is more than I expected from this match. This is definitely the best thing we've seen out of Diablo then, <laughs> like easily. Yeah. And he, I love when a guy, he sets up the ladder in the corner, and then the next thing that happens is he gets Irish whipped into it. Like, there's not a moment where he's on offense <laughs> before <laughs> <laughs> he just eats the, eats the ladder. Uh, and then TCK leaves to grab a table. He lays McCabre on the table, and he does he goes to do, like, the sort of Jeff Hardy flip over the top, and McCabre moves out of the way, and TCK just crash and burns through the table. Um, so then Diablo puts the ladder back in the corner. He hits a brain buster, but then doesn't allow the referee to count three. Again, A what well we saw earlier, which is just so dumb. He sets up the chair and hits the Raven drop-toe hold. <laughs> And again, doesn't pin calls for a second Raven drop toehold before TCK reverses it and hits his classic X factor onto the chair for the win at nine minutes and fifty-seven seconds. A Much better match than I expected. I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it good, but not no. shit was. Yeah, <laughs> it was.
0: Yeah, I, I, my comment on when I was watching it was not a bad match, honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, that was, and it was like it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too great. I mean, when a match is approaching 10 minutes that's normally a bad sign in czw because mm. like Nothing to have 10 happens. minutes of quality is very hard but i thought it was okay yeah where yeah, are I you tony right. you
2: rank this
1: so it was it was quite enjoyable um but I, I did have a little bit of a gripe with the finish because he does the x factor on the chair but diablo definitely misses the chair he like slaps <laughs> it you, get, you yeah. hear a noise because he slaps it but like his head was, like, nowhere near it. And, like, after everything you've both been through in this match, how has that put you away?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I always, like, when it comes, especially the drop toe hold, I'm like, you can either take it full on and, like, risk an eyeball, or you can pussy out sort of and, like, eat with your hand. But it feels like there's no real safe way to just take it like a move like that, you know what I mean?
0: Like you've got, like when people are wrestling, obviously you'll know more about, it, so like you've got to have so much trust in the other person, mm-hmm. and I feel like in CZW, no one has any trust in anybody, <laughs> so like, whilst the other person is like, this guy's not gonna, not, and then the other guy's like, I need him to s- stop moving, cause it, but then the other guy's trying to get it safely, it's just gonna end in disaster at some point. You just hope yeah. that your opponent is sober by the time you show up to the arena, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's like the best you
2: can hope for. Uh, but then, yeah, they cut a promo and uh, afterwards, and they sort of said, like, Diablo's like, okay, you get the belts, but you haven't won the war. And I'm like, okay, so the tag belts have just changed hands here. But like, they have. But the, they
1: weren't actually, there wasn't actually any belts there, was there?
2: That was a weird part, yeah. too. It was almost like the partner that wasn't there had the belts on him, <laughs> And they just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Got COVID. Them,
0: it was very strange, very weird. But they had won the war. They won the belts. (laughs) Like, that's that's within the world of wrestling. That's the war. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The belts. The biggest event in company history. So, where's the next (laughs) one?
1: (laughs) What's up, Brainiacs? Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just a programming note that every Monday at 9 central, you can join me, Andrew C. Slack, and Josh Custodio for Monday night program. Come hang out with us as we continue to build the WBCW universe using Fire Pro Wrestling Promoter Mode. Who should we sign? What matches should we book? Join us for the only professional wrestling program on Monday nights. That's Monday Night Program on twitch.tv wrestlingbrain.
2: And then we get our cut, and when I saw these names, then I got excited. It's Wifebeater versus Zandig. <laughs> um, and what we would find out is a first blood match, and I have written here maybe what? for the world title, but I wasn't sure or not. Yeah,
1: I didn't know it was a first blood match. <laughs> Although uh, there was a bit really early on where Zandig goes for a pin, and the referee kicks him off and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was incredibly disappointed. I mean, I'll just say, you know, like, I always respect wrestlers in jeans. I think it's one of the funniest yeah. things in the world mm-hmm. is a wrestler, like, like Orange Cassidy. Obviously, Orange Cassidy is <laughs> leagues above yeah. both White Fever and Zandig. Hey now. But I, okay, maybe not Zandig. Um, but like I always, res- and um, I was very disappointed to see Zandig wearing a shirt. Yeah. Because I like, I like these big oily men. Uh, <laughs> and they normally just come out in jeans, like three bottles of baby oil, at least on both of them. Mm. I,
1: I sort of like sometimes when, like, so you've got Orange Cassidy or, like, Moxley in his Dean Ambrose era. The jeans is is a cool touch. But mm. when I see people in street clothes on indie federations, I go, this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love
2: Zandig for that. He's, yeah.
1: so, he's so cool. If you've yes. just got work boots and a pair of <laughs> Levi's on, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is going
2: to be <laughs> <Yeah>. trash. <laughs> well, because, yeah, at this point, like, uh, steroid gut Zandig in jeans is sort of like his Austin 316 with the black trunks. <laughs> <laughs> the like I'm used to just this shirtless jack dude. So I was also disappointed by the shirt. Yeah, uh, But then we hear from 255 uh, sorry, weighing 255 pounds from the Combat Zone he is the true icon, Zandig. Which is hilarious just knowing he wrote that. <laughs> and then also that he hails from the Combat Zone is, yeah. like, is <laughs> a nice it. touch. Because he invented it from after all. Uh, and then he comes out with uh, this weird I wanted to call it a Singapore cane but I didn't know if it was just like bits of metal he taped together or whatever right. it didn't look like wood it was just like uh, yeah it
0: was odd I, I I was like is he okay <laughs> <laughs> nondescript yeah. stick yeah <laughs> and he also
2: comes out with a nondescript biker guy <laughs> who they, they they haven't named in weeks we used to know the name of his old biker, and then one day he just came out with a new biker. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's got a lot of bikers on Yeah, the of game. course. He yeah. just drinks a lot at biker bars, I'm assuming. <laughs> Take your brother with you, that sort yeah. of vibe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bring your son to work though. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he grabs the mic, of course, and he gets in Hat Guy's face. And it's at this moment that I realized maybe the biggest star on this whole show is sitting in the front row as Hat Guy from ECW fame. You know the front row of every ECW show ever is the guy with the straw hat getting in people- It was that guy! right he was at a really C- he was it at a, was a like, ccw event it was
0: like a reference like because i didn't understand why And <laughs> they, they were just ar- they just started arguing out of nowhere and i was mm. like okay
2: this guy famously i mean he's at the front row of all the ecw's big events and in the rise and fall of ecw rvd even shouts him out it's like man we knew the audience i mean there was hat guy and it, sh- <laughs> it shows hat guy so he was a forever immortalizes hat guy but he's here at ccw and i was like but well, this guy's literally a bigger name than everyone on this roster <laughs> yeah. even in 1999. But Zandig <laughs> kicks off at him and he's called yeah. he's like everyone here knows that ECW fucking sucks and he starts a ECW sucks chant or tries to. And I'm like every audience member here that likes you probably likes you because 100. ECW exists 100 yeah. good
1: ECW's got, like doing quite well at this like yes. 99 <laughs> is quite it's, it's maybe fun, their isn't? peak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no this is Zandig, I think, he's trying to start heat, like, yeah. so that they make him relevant in a way, but it just never works. Like, yeah, uh,
2: and instead we get Wifebeater who comes out, and again, not holding his world title belt. This guy, Wifebeater, is the CCW champ, Tony. I don't know if you knew that, because he didn't oh. have his belt until at the end of the match. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, never... I thought
1: the
0: um, Justice Payne was the champ. No, they they mixed because they, they did call someone out didn't they call gage or they called someone else they the called champ?
2: gage the champ but the justice Payne was the iron man champ yeah. oh, oh right so that's CZ. not the main championship no, no. Uh, but it's almost like ecw's tv title where see. It, it it holds the main event spot and they sort of hold it in higher regard than the world title but yeah just bizarre uh, and wife beater comes out and he's immediately hit by this weird flimsy stick that zandig hit <laughs> has And again, we get Max Mac or Smack Mac or whatever you're calling him uh, out with his crisps, his bag of crisps. (laughs) And, And this was just a bizarre, like, street brawl right out the gate. And at one point, they start with just, like, the same way every match starts with fast reversals. And Zandig hits like a kip up into a spin kick. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I love this because I'm a really big like technical wrestling fan. Yeah. And I, when the, So they started doing wrist locks and things. I was like, oh, okay. This is different. Yeah, yeah you and shut up. In like, this you blood take feud. In their, yeah. this blood feud. And then he just reverses a wrist lock into a spinning back kick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It was so cool seeing Zandig do a kip-up. Like, yeah, he, he's,
0: he's great. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then wife beater. I love this, where they're always trying to do the rules. Like, there was already a five count in the corner. And then wife beater just gets control back with a blatant kick to the balls. And <laughs> then he he like, gets Zandig ready for the Dudley's like, what's up spot, like, spreads his legs. And then just fist drops him to the nuts. <laughs> that's so good. I love that
1: From move. From,
0: like, the second row. Yeah. 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 I'm stealing that.
1: That's, st-
2: that's such a <laughs> Jerry Lawler <laughs> yeah. punches.
0: To the <laughs> balls, though. <laughs> I <laughs> yes. love that so much. I was like, that. that's why I love yeah. Wife Beater.
2: How'd John Cena never do that with the five knuckle shuffle? Like, it's already a jerk off pun. Yeah, but he's never did it to yeah. a guy's dick. What and a waste. And had, like,
0: TLC matches where it's legal, and he, he could have done it then. <laughs> it is mad that the Mi- wife beat... This. We've seen the three of M- Migos invented on this show, <laughs> and the wife beat is not punched. Like. So why is he called wife beater again at this point? We don't know. <laughs> we <laughs> and we hope to never find out. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> we thought he was going to come out, like, with a wife beater originally. Or I think yeah. maybe in his first match he did have a wife beater I mean, on. his manager definitely beat <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> his wife. Yeah. So... But no, I think that's sort of his identity. Judging
1: how the show had gone so far, (laughs) when the little SpongeBob graphic came up with Wife Beater on, I was like... That's the baby face in it. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. He's the champ <laughs> For this for this promotion. I right. mean I love
0: him.
2: I don't know if that makes him a baby face. It's funny, like Zandig hates wife beater, but he's never specified that it's because he beats women. Like it's almost <laughs> like, okay, that part's fine, but he took my title belt though. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: can forgive I can forgive domestic violence, but I draw the line at taking my belt. Yeah. But then it's funny, so they're they're wrestling
2: outside and Zandig hits an elbow like he sets a chair up sitting. Stands on top of it and drops an elbow off a seated chair, (laughs) which I don't know if I've ever seen before. (laughs) (laughs) He just looks so silly. Um, And then he throws him into the wood and he sets up a, oh, yeah, they're they're at that corner platform we talk about every week where it's almost like, uh, how would you describe this, Tony? It's like this wooden thing with a ladder, wood ladder leading up to it. Like uh, a corner stage area. Was
1: it like a little production booth sort of thing?
2: Yeah, exactly. You can tell they do the production or filming from the top area. Yeah. yeah. And they're wrestling on this wood that had been like replaced from a few months back where Zandig broke through it. <laughs> Uh, and then he, it's like he's trying to break it again because he climbs halfway up the ladder and drops just a flat leg drop onto this wood, which or I thought tank. was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he is absolutely... Yeah, he <laughs> is absolutely... He's like Mr. X from Resident <laughs> Evil 2. <laughs> like, he's just hes
0: just walking through walls when you least expect. <laughs> <laughs> he's so much more athletic than he has any right to be. He really... Yeah, he's, a, he's... He's like the p- proto-luchasaurus. Just, I shouldn't be able <laughs> to move like that for a man mm. that big and also that adult with st- <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he goes to bomb him on this wood And then wife beater reverses into a back body drop And then he hits Zandig with a chair to like the back of his head I'm like it's like the worst spot you're meant to hit a guy And he just like fully swings it at him uh, and then as Wife Beater's walking away, Xandic just football tackles him into a pile of, like, audience chairs. <laughs> and, like, the audience just gets away in time. And then they get back into the ring. And then out of nowhere, the biker comes. He he slides a car door into the <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah. oh, like, yeah. a door from a, car, a vehicle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, m- I think I missed that little bit. Because like, I looked away and looked back, and then Zanding was just like getting dropped <laughs> like onto a car door, and I was I just, like, "What on earth?" I think that's the greatest weapon I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, just it. a straight up car door. That is, yeah. is incredible. No yeah. way to
2: fake that, too. You know? No. Like, yeah. <laughs> Say what you will about these side tables. I'd take a car door. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah some, out there. Yeah.
0: Some innocent dudes as well just walked out, and he's like, "Oh man, that was my that was my." Ca- <laughs> I knew I recognised it. It, that it was <laughs> my car yeah. door. <laughs> yeah, like I knew it. I'll be driving I'll home cold <laughs> tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew
2: it. And then, wife Feeder, To his credit, takes a flat power bomb onto the car yeah, door. And you're like are. Christ! Like yeah. it looks like the glass broke off a bit more. Like it wasn't
0: fully gone yet. They are brutal because, like, it probably would have just been from a scrapyard. So it's yeah. probably like sharp. Like not in the g- greatest condition. I'm just like, dude, that's get checked for tetanus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and then so the biker at this point, he goes up on the apron, and in his left hand, he's got a chair. And in his right hand, he's got like a hand saw, like from the movie Saw, where he, the guy cut his yeah. leg off with, I don't know, or a band saw, is it? No, that's a machine, but like a saw. like. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. And so it's like, Zandig's almost going to the crowd, should I take the chair or the saw? And he's cra- a bone saw. A bone saw, yeah. yeah. And so Zandig holds up the bone saw, I gotta go with the saw, and the crowd goes crazy for him. It's just ridiculous. And then as he turns around holding the saw, he eats the most brutal chair shot to the head in the show <laughs> so far <laughs> and just doesn't use the saw at all. It just gets yeah. flatlined. A- and then as both men are down, the referee just comes over and he checks both of them and then just calls for the bell. <laughs> as the match ends abruptly at 8 minutes 20 with no winner determined, it's called a draw because both guys are bleeding. <laughs>
1: yeah, but very, very strange... I didn't know it was a first blood match, (laughs) so when the match just ended, I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. right, we're done now.
2: The referee said that in passing, right after Zandig's promo. Like, you could have missed it so easily. And, uh, yeah, this was a first blood. And so the feud continues, I guess.
0: Yeah, they never normally stick to, like, they will just randomly invent rules as they go to, like, bring in, or more likely... I feel like one of them would have been bleeding way before that, to be mm-hmm. honest. But they, I guess they were just like, well, Zandig told me.
2: Or I feel like it's like one of the wrestlers saw a good first blood match that week and then suggested it to Zandig. And he said, like, we could do a better first <laughs> yeah. blood match. Yeah. And now it's a first blood match. Like, it really feels like Vince McMahon style. Like, that afternoon the show is getting yeah. rewritten and sort of booked on the fly. Yeah, but just to stroke Zandig's ego, like specifically.
1: Do they carry on fighting afterwards? Is this the match where they do that?
2: Yeah, they continue brawling outside before Zandig hits like a reverse gorilla press through the table. Yeah. Just throws him clean through it. And the the whole time the bells ringing like yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, get That's, this to stop this is out of control. There's a lot of ten bell salutes <laughs> going on during yeah. this match. <laughs> and then this is the funniest part. I don't know if I've seen this in a wrestling match. So Zandig and the Biker eventually leave as Wife Beater sort of recuperates in the ring. He's got his belt and he they cut this promo and challenge Zandig to a barbed wire strap match next month. So I got, we have we have that to look forward to. And then they say something like to mouth off to Zandig, and they just turn around as they're about to leave and come back into the ring <laughs> and kick the shit out of <laughs> <laughs> Whitefeeder and his manager again, <laughs> just to like, just to make you know that this guy's a loser, you know. <laughs> um, and then that's where we get our cut. And this is the most exciting part of this podcast, maybe so far to me in any episode. The first ever Cage of Death for the CZW Ironman Championship: Justice Payne versus Lobo uh let's start with how the cage of death looks here just when we show up it looks pretty insane i I think i like how it's not like one full cage around the ring because up until this in previous events they've been building this cage match for maybe three or four shows now but they never said cage of death they never said anything nuts i assumed it would just be a standard sort of steel cage but it's like part chain link part like scaffolding poles you'd see around buildings in repair and then parts of the scaffolding are wrapped in barbed wire and then there's like a strip of chain link that like acts as a roof above this. What did you guys think of this thing just on first appearance?
1: I do. I I think the the structure is really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it looked a bit like do you know in playgrounds or in like parks where you have like an all in one play <laughs> thing, <Yeah. laughs> but like that. But if Hellraiser had designed it, like it, it looked, it was look chaotic. There was like different textures all over the place. It was man. I was like. I wish I'd seen them build it, to be honest. Like, the one time I wanted to see more of CZW, Mm because they cut it all out, because the audience must have just been like. Yeah, this must have taken a full hour (laughs) just to set up in the arena. Yeah.
2: Between, like, whatever crowd control guys they have that aren't hammered yet.
0: But yeah, I thought it looked, like, impressive for the means that CZW had. Like, because I don't think they're particularly, obviously, wealthy (laughs) or, like, loaded thingy. So I think they did a, a good job in a way where I was like it's absolutely not safe to wrestle in that yeah
2: (laughs) and then on top of that they have like miniature light fixtures on like that you'd see on movie sets or whatever and they're actually plugged in and like the lights are on and as well as two big cactuses in each, like, opposing corners <laughs> he of the ring. in on them as well. <laughs> so this I'm almost like, it. <laughs> it's like the cage was built, and then someone was like, no, not enough. We need, like, <laughs>
0: something more. And they just threw whatever random shit they could think of in there. <laughs> it was very video game. It, it felt was. like super video game, just like, you've entered cheat codes to unlock crazy stuff, <laughs> and there's just a, a cactus now. Something about a cactus really puts it over the top to me. I, <laughs> yeah. I did
2: like that a lot. Uh, so then we get Justice Payne is out first, despite being the champion. Uh, he comes out with Big Daddy Smooth, as we know him as his uh, manager. Uh, and then Lobo comes out, and he's already identified as one half of the CZW Tag Team Champions, <laughs> although he still doesn't have the belt, because he won it earlier, despite being oh, on yeah. the card in that singles match.
0: I, t- I will say, Justice Payne looked legitimately terrified to mm-hmm. be going into that Because <laughs> like, the camera's zooming in on his face, and he's just like... I
2: imagine imagine it would be intimidating
0: yeah I'd be be scared every time I walked into the CZW ring, I don't know if you are Tony like, there's a little bit of fear going into the ring, is it it good to have that fear?
1: yeah it was just like the nerves, obviously like nerves before any sort of show, it sort of help you right, if you're not Mm. nervous then it's probably a bad thing um, if you walked out and saw that cage, if how I, I'm nervous would just <laughs> be? <laughs> well, knowing what you had planned for it
0: too, <laughs> like, yeah, and you were like, "I thought I was just doing stand up tonight." <laughs> <laughs> be the frog bitch. <laughs> yeah. but even like
2: like entering that match where you knew you were going to take like a bump onto Lego, you must have been a bit more heightened, like
1: yeah, it was. Uh, it's definitely there was a fear of the only th- the only experience. I had in terms of knowing a bump like that was asking other people who have taken that bump before. Like you can't, I couldn't comprehend how it was going to feel. In fact, there's a a clip watching it back of when the guy had me in like a power slam position, you could just see me watching the Lego before (laughs) we went over. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a bit scary and I don't like, the lights that were plugged in and stuff, that's absolutely terrifying. And props yeah. to them for even
2: to me, that's the light. craziest thing of all. Because I'm like, I don't know enough about electricity to know that we're not just going <laughs> like, to electrocute a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neither uh, did they. Like, no
0: no <laughs> chance
2: they knew that, uh, enough about it. And Lobo, on his entrance, he finds a, a fan holding a sign, which I assume must have been planted by him because no fan in this whole show has <laughs> any signs. But it says, <laughs> yeah. this one's for Foley. So almost like uh, mm. force, foreshadowing a bump that he was going to take later on in the card. And this only happened one year after that famous Hell in the Cell yeah. uh, that everyone knows about from King of the Ring. Uh, and then immediately when Lobo enters the ring, he's confronted by Smooth and they have this weird stare down before Smooth just leaves. And again, that might be a bit of foreshadowing as well. So the match begins uh, and Lobo just backbodies drop Justice Payne into the chain link and then smokes him in the head with a stop sign to the face. Do you guys think a stop sign would hurt at all, or is that sort of like sheet metal? I think um, that would hurt, yeah, more so than like a cookie sting, sheet,
1: yeah. Mm. It's, it's a cl- like a, a slightly um, denser cookie sheet, right? Yeah, that yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. To the head would probably suck. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: think anything to the head. Yeah, I don't. I would rather not. In the grand scheme of things, like yeah, I think it would be painful, but especially if you're uh, you're going into chain link then or barbed wire or whatever, like. It ain't stopping the pain, <laughs> totally.
1: Perhaps my favourite thing about this match was just before this happens, so Justice Payne slaps Lobo twice. You know, it's a grudge match. They're in the cage of death, and to add insult to injury, slaps him. Mm-hmm. and Lobo does nothing and then they lock up like it's a normal singles match <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that they yeah. did have a heated stare down yeah.
2: it's great but then it just begins like a normal match <laughs> yeah. uh, and then right after Justice Payne Irish whips and throws Lobo into one of the light structures that breaks and I think this is our first I don't know if it's our first showing of glass in ring because they had the, the pits of violence match once like six weeks ago but this was definitely like a very b a big spectacle when yeah. you're like, Holy shit, they're going through lights that are on. Um and the fans immediately start chanting CZW. and then you can see Rob Hartog in the ring with a broom, just sweeping it
0: all out. Yeah, and he's staying far away. Like he's mm. like you do you, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: this the same ref that took a chair shot and a pile driver? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the senior
0: way- referee, Rob <laughs> Hartog. The only way they <laughs> could convince him to get in the cage was two headshots. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, But then another light fixture is destroyed in the corner as Lobo takes a flip into it. The fans are chanting, holy shit. I mean, the fans are really into this, you can tell. Even though it's not like insane deathmatch spots per se. But I think just happening inside of this cage structure has everyone sort of into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I think, um, I mean, I don't know how common cage matches are now on indie circuits. But this feels like it would be a genuine, like, I'm going to see a cage match live. That's insane just because of, like there's a lot to it there's a lot of logistics and there's a l- probably a lot of cost involved with doing a full-on cage so. dude if,
2: if after like we're heading to an open mic after this recording if on the <laughs> way we saw cage of death take a right i'm like okay we're gonna go see the cage <laughs> yeah of 100%. Death. i have to yeah, see yeah. what that's all about <laughs> yeah it is a great name for it and then right after justice pain whips lobo into a cactus and lobo like <laughs> hugs it and the cactus falls onto him and in one of my favorite spots is Cantabian on purpose. Justice Payne puts the garbage can on top of the cactus, more to protect himself. And then mid lion salt, the garbage can rolls off the cactus, so he just lion salts
0: the cactus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> straight up. Chinky's meant to be like a cactus Jack reference, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Like We're- I don't. I, I just wonder, seems, the cactus just seems so left field to have put two in there.
2: I more wonder if they were just at a hardware store and they're like, we have a thousand dollars that we can yeah. spend on the cage of death. And there was like maybe 60 left and it was like a two for one cactus sale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like get those cactuses. Yeah, works. bring them in. Because yeah. within minutes the the ring is covered in dirt from the fucking cactuses. They didn't even remove the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, instead of glass, we have fucking yeah, it, it looks like a garden in there.
0: I mean, it's insane to have done this in the venue, because the venue's just not like, it's, it's so weird. It's, it's this is a CZW I wanted, basically, of just like, this is insane. Yeah. yeah. They shouldn't be doing this. I
1: feel like they're doing stuff as well, that even, even now, where Deathmatch Wrestling is sort of, still quite very, like, popular, and there's loads of companies that do it and stuff i don't you don't see cactuses and you don't see <laughs> lights that are on you yeah. see light tubes so it's sort of like they're doing some
0: really insane well i think the thing is like because of, like obviously now it's deathmatch has been going on for a while they've probably found the optimum way of looking as bloody and as violent as possible but in the safest way yeah. whereas with this they're just like what will look the most violent? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Let's not worry about let's, like why care about safety.
2: Safety, literally safety last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah. If we're going to go against yeah. the classic saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lobo eventually hulks up, which we've never seen him do before, but I thought it was funny. He just hulks up, and then with the two cactuses laying on top of each other, he hits a Death Valley driver onto Justice Payne, onto the cactuses. So that just looked fucking brutal. Uh, he, and you can see Justice Payne is bleeding from his head now. And then Lobo, who's also heavily bleeding, he attempts to unwrap the barbed wire with his hands. This is o- <laughs> the only real slow part of the match because he's like trying to unhook it from the scaffolding, but it's so wrapped up. And one of the audience members is like, get some fucking bolt cutters. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's and, hot guy. <laughs> and yeah, he's seen a few barbed wire <laughs> matches in his life. And Justice Payne almost saves him by grabbing Lobo and just throwing him into another light fixture. So Lobo takes all three of those light fixtures. Uh, Finally, they both sort of slowly climb to that roof strip on top and they're fighting on the actual chain link on the roof. And again, it th- brings me back to King of the Ring '98, where like any spot they did almost just broke the ceiling. I was like, "Yeah, these guys have balls!" Like they took bumps on top of their cage. I was yeah. like, <laughs> you didn't really
1: see what they were hitting, but you definitely saw them hitting
2: moves up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was f- yeah because the they left their, their feet like, and bumped. That's the crazy thing.
0: Yeah, the camera was still on the ground, so the camera's like trying to find some angle, but it's all like chained up. So you're like, "Oh, this is this a- is
1: like the only match that doesn't use that hard cam." Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, which just, might have helped. It would have. It uh, it 100% would have helped. Yeah.
2: This shot specifically. Yeah. With them (laughs) on top. you just like,
0: this should be the most, this should be awesome. Like, I want to see it. So, Mm. but, yeah. So, So they're wrestling
2: up there, and Justice Payne sort of teases falling off, but he does the Michaels thing where he's holding on to the side. And then Lobo, I don't know if he was going to get a weapon or, like, just distracting himself or forgot the spot, but he goes to the other side of the cage. And then Justice Payne just walks over, hits him with, like, a casual kick. And Lobo, you can see he's just, like, trying to, like, brace himself as much as possible before flipping off the top of the cage of the death through the table, which is a pretty fucking crazy bump. I I was pretty... Yeah. (laughs) Not shocked to see it. I almost expected it. But I was like, God damn. There's, like, just concrete under the table. Like...
0: Especially, like, poor Lobo. Like, the... we watched Pyramid of Hell a couple of weeks ago, where they almost set Lobo on fire. Like he <laughs> takes the worst of it, a hundred percent. I think he does in this one as well. Yeah. He takes some horrible stuff. Yeah, in yeah. This. yeah, it's absolutely brutal.
2: Yeah, I mean and this was the craziest bump of the whole thing. But the crowd, it's almost like they'd already they were either tired or had already seen a bunch. Like they didn't yeah. treat it like a crazy bump. No. They were almost like oh look at Lobo down again. Classic a- Lobo. And so then just as <laughs> Payne, I guess in an attempt to get them into it, climbs down and the first thing he does is just hits Lobo in the head with a chair. <laughs> like right <laughs> after this bump, I was like, Come on, man, give the guy a break. Uh, They slowly get back in the ring, and then Smooth enters the ring, and he's holding, like, a milk jug full of liquid, and I was like, please don't let that be, like, lighter fluid. Yeah, I was uh, scared of that. We don't need that right now. Or maybe if they lit the cactus up, that would be cool, but other than that, I don't want to see any fire here. (laughs) Uh, And then Gage appears outside, Nick Gage, who was obviously fucked earlier by Justice Payne, and he has, like, a generator. And yeah, I, I don't know what you guys I was like. What is he trying to do or get going here? Like, I had no idea what he was doing.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was a speaker. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, i just gonna start blasting some tunes because he shouts at the person to plug it right. in. All yeah, right. just forced. a little
0: crazy. <laughs> 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 he forces the guy. And he's like, plug it in, plug that shit in.
2: But then he pulls out jumper cables and attaches them to the chain link fence in front of him. As Lobo. Oh, by the way, sorry. This is where this got so over convoluted and just overbooked. So, as Gage is asking to have this thing plugged in, in ring, Big Daddy Smooth turns on Justice Payne and attacks him. And as Nick Gage attaches jumper cables to this cage, ju- uh, Big Smooth throws Justice Payne into the cage. And Justice Payne has to act like he's getting electrocuted because I'm 90% sure there wasn't yeah. electricity flowing through this ca-
0: chain. <laughs> Even they knew that was a line and too far. He. He performs it. Yeah, like, he screams. <laughs> give him an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, in AEW when they had the barbed wire death mat, you know, with the yeah. explosion, and they really had to sell, they had to sell that. And Fair Play just is paying. He's earned some respect for the selling of that. It's, it's, it's so funny <laughs> that after a match of,
2: like, pretty brutal bumps... They would finish it with like a clearly bullshit like fake bump oh it was
0: so cartoony
2: like why not just have gage come out with some awful weapon and hit him with it yeah Yeah. and
0: then that's it you know maybe gage wanted to do maybe (laughs) maybe gage actually did have the generator hooked up and zandig was like no it's too far (laughs) like you have to unplug it quickly (laughs) or
2: or they thought this was a great idea and just couldn't pull it off you know who knows i'd love to hear the story of this generator uh, but J- Justice Payne acts electrocuted, and Lobo gets, I guess, what you'd call a clean win at 18 minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, so he's the new Iron Man champion, Lobo. Wow. And Big Daddy Smooth lifts Lobo up to celebrate. Makes no sense at all. This guy's has been <laughs> cheap-shotting and attacking Lobo for months.
1: <laughs> so obviously, he goes through a lot in that match, but he wins because two other people... Pretty much got him the win. Yeah. so his he's enemies won- up to this point. <laughs> he's won two championships by doing nothing in the same <laughs> in the same <laughs> night.
0: Well, he's, I never th- thought he's of that. That is failed crazy. upwards, I, he's, he's earned it after he's taken. <laughs> yeah. all, he's been through a lot, but like I think they both lost at the end of the day because they yeah. are both fucked beyond belief.
2: Yeah, this is crazy. I don't expect to see either of them at the next one, and, and it's sort of like it's funny because they do the thing where the locker room empties, like all the baby faces come up and they lift Lobo up. And then the yeah,
0: last is w- like a weird '80s film ending <laughs> where like John Hughes kicks in and it's yeah. Don't you forget. <laughs> and, and I'm
1: pretty sure after the table bump and then the chair shot to the head, mm-hmm. I genuinely think Lobo was out for the rest of the match because I he, I, yeah. I don't think I saw him do anything properly. He was tr- getting dragged back to the ring and stuff, and I don't think it was selling. I think he was actually just he had a looping. concussion at least,
0: yeah,
2: percent. Yeah, I mean the bump is so crazy, like it just flat to the ground. I mean, even, like, Foley's sort of uh, announcer table, not to take away from that bump, but it looks a lot cushier than just shitty wood table that he sort of misses, like, half his body misses.
0: They at least have an idea, like, when, you, when you're when you in the bigger promotions and stuff, like, then of, like, how to do these things safely yeah. or safer, whereas these guys are just literally like, no, you'll just go through a table. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Have some beer. Don't like, be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, <sort> that's <laughs> a <laughs> that'll pretty much be it, you know. So, yeah, like... It's Obviously, we talk about these bumps as really bad, but anything in wrest- any bump in wrestling can be bad. And, yeah. like, if not done properly, and none of these bumps are done properly. <laughs> yeah. I guess what their argument would be is there's no real proper
2: way to fall off something really high. Like, I guess you could get stunt performer training. But, like, Foley yeah. wasn't, like... This well-trained stuntman before no. he fucking fell off the hell in the cell. No, so true. It's not that different in a way, We I might guess. have had medical insurance. But you know what is different? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the insurance, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, and the money they earned for those nights. Yeah, yeah Hugely yeah. I think, different. I think
1: Foley's done all
2: right since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <And> Lobo... <laughs> I don't know if he's alive. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he's still as long as we keep talking about him, he still lives on. That's true.
2: Well, that brings us to an end of the first ever Cage of Death. Now, Tony, we always rate these shows out of seven at the end. Really make make you forced to take a pick here. I'll give mine first uh, because a few thoughts. I gave it a two out of seven. It does not break our infamous two point line for me anyway. Uh, Because the show had better flow and camera work than most of the shows we've seen thus far. A few interesting developments with story, and you can tell they're at least trying to book shows ahead, which is a step forward. But what I can't forgive it for is the nonsensical booking, the low-end ring work, and the uncomfortable, like, offensive promos at this point are beginning (laughs) to plague the shows. Like, it really is just tough to watch. Uh, But the Cage of Death itself was a highlight. Uh, The match, it, it didn't really feel underwhelming. It felt like a big match. Uh, and even though the ending was really dog shit, I liked it for what it was. So uh, two out of seven is my rating.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll one point seven five. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was okay. I think CZ it benefits greatly from being shorter than two hours. I think every show instantly is is way better if it's short than two hours. Totally um, agree. Had fun watching it. Uh, yeah, there is the the bad stuff that is really bad is starting to grow, and I hope it kind of disappears quickly. But I thought overall that the high point, the main event, was, was well worth it. And seeing my boy wife beat her with his <laughs> big, big oily chest out, obviously <laughs> it's worth point two five stars on its own, so... There
2: you go. Tony, what about you?
0: So when you said
1: that no show has got above a two, I really, really wanted to, to be able to say, like, I give it a 2.5 or a three, but I think it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to break you but seven?
2: Yeah. I want to hit top that, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> this
1: is my only appearance. Seven, <laughs> yeah, seven,
2: seven, seven.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I'd love a show to break the two, believe me.
0: Yeah, we, we've been praying for a show to break the two. So
2: we'll always think, like, the show's doing pretty well, but it's pretty well for this standard of show, I I mean, it's still yeah. a bad show. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I think we don't want to, like, over egg it as well and be like, this was actually okay. Five, you know, because then there's no there's nowhere to go, right? And there are, like, 200 of these episodes. It's,
1: it's just... So I think it's like... Even the matches that were... So the main event was quite enjoyable, and it was, a, it was a worthy main event for the show and stuff like that. But I think, collectively, for a show that was an hour and 48 minutes, <laughs> I think only... Only about 16 minutes of that. <laughs> I was I was genuinely like, this is good. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy with this. And 15 minutes of that was you paused, going, "Where's that car door come from?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was I, I can't forgive some of those things. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, where, where has this come from? That that hit turn at the end, where it just cuts back to the ring, and the guy that was with Justice Payne is now just beating him up. I was like, why? (laughs) Explain something to me. Why is this happening?
2: That's what I mean. That's the stuff that really gets me. Uh, Yeah, definitely. It bugs me. But uh, that is our show, guys. We are pushing our limit here. So thank you, everyone, who listened. Uh, Real quick, I'm at FunnyJordanD on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Please give me a follow. Uh, Ben? I'm at PinkHoverboard on Instagram. Follow if you want. Don't care. And Tony, give out any plugs you want for any Um, upcoming shows.
1: I'm at Tony underscore right 97 on all social medias. So, yeah, follow me as well if you want. And uh, just look out for uh, wrestling shows in the northwest area. I'm on them. Future Shock, TNT, uh, Sovereign Pro, some really good promotions. Come come and uh, enjoy. Beautiful. Support local
2: wrestling, guys, and keep listening to this podcast. We'll be back with you next week.